0: thanks for tuning in again for another episode of the Dumpster Diaries. I am your host, Justin Allen.
1: And I am Moses Wartooth.
0: And we got something interesting to talk to you about today. We're going to start off with toxic masculinity. Moses, what do you think about toxic masculinity?
1: I think that's a goddamn oxymoron. (laughs) Toxic masculinity.
0: So wait a second, What what you're trying to tell me is that toxic masculinity doesn't actually exist?
1: No, I'm saying like, if you're a if you're masculine, there's nothing wrong with being a fucking man. Like, is there something wrong with being a woman? No. So why should there be something wrong with being a man?
0: True. Yeah, I can get behind that, man. You see those, uh, like Gillette, like Razor commercials and shit, where they're just like, "We're putting an end to toxic masculinity."
1: Like what? By they want a slick, smooth skin dude? Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's what a little that?
0: old, but it's like I, I'm sure you might remember. You might not, but uh where the guys are hanging out, like, on the sidewalk, and then, like, one guy, like, tries a cat... Like, a woman walks by, and the guy tries to, like, cat collar almost. Like, like I think he whistles or something like that. And then, like, the dude just puts his hand in the other guy's chest. It's like, no, bro, not cool. <laughs> 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 but it's, like, it's, it's a Gillette... It's, like, men's razors. And so it just... They pissed off like all these fucking dudes they were like yo like we're not fucking animals like this you know what i mean like yeah
1: like how dare you fucking portray me as that so the they, traditional construction worker <laughs> so cat lost, calling women yeah, and shit So
0: they lost like a huge customer basis or whatever you know and then it started it, it kind of got me thinking like ben uh with you know like catcalling and stuff like that like i'm not denying that it happens yeah for sure you know it's a real thing but yeah. here's the thing man you and i we've gone out a million times you and i have gone out together like, out drinking, like, we've traveled all over the world and stuff. Have you ever, at one point, been with a group of guys and some guy call out a girl like that?
1: Not, I mean, like, well, there's all there's two different types. Like, also, there's a way to be uh, respectful about it. You don't have to okay. be, like... Yo, let me see them titties, bitch.
0: Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. It's like, like hey, like walk by like, "Hey, nice ass." Yeah. You know what or I mean? like, like, "Damn, girl, where are you going?" You know what yeah. I mean? Like, nah, nah.
1: Like I know that happens, but typically, I don't know, that that's that also falls into like a respect issue or like uh-huh. just being respectful of other people. I don't know. I mean, I've as a man, I've been fucking called by women. Oh, yeah, they, so, that's
0: something that, like they don't talk about a lot yeah. and like I've legit been like sexually harassed by women and it's just like acceptable.
1: Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, that's cool."
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I mean, I wasn't complaining. But, but I
1: mean, like I don't know. There is a difference between a cat, like a uh, a compliment, and sexual harassment. Yeah, there there used to be a line. I don't know if there is anymore, because now a woman or a man could just be like any any positive reinforcement towards them is just taken as offensive. Which I don't really. I think that's bullshit. It's
0: 2023, brother. There are no more lines. Yeah you you can't you can't compliment anyone anymore. You ever seen uh, that Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? Yeah. You remember this skit like the part of the movie where uh, george Carlin's in it and he's like basically like holding a sign that says we'll give head for a ride or whatever. <laughs> yeah yeah and then he's explaining how it's the 21st century there are no more lines and then like jay's <laughs> like well there's a line right there and he's like and on this side we're not gay <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I can't remember what his like punchline was but it was like something like you know I'd, I'd take a shot in the mouth if it gets me a few miles down the road <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like god damn twenty
1: dollars is twenty dollars
0: so, I, I don't know, man, like, I feel, I guess, you know, you you know everybody's like, you know, they, they talk about toxic masculinity, right?
1: Yeah, and well, they're trying to, like, demonize the traditional masculine man.
0: Yes, yes. And, and I what? definitely think that is a slippery slope.
1: That's bullshit, yeah. I, yeah. I totally disagree with that mm-hmm. shit, because I feel like as a, well, in America, I'm sure it goes on in other places, but I feel like in America, they're trying to get rid of the traditional male figure, because then if there's no, like, stand-up guy, then it kind of weakens us as a people anyways, and no one's going to be able to stand up to government, for instance, if we're just going to be yeah. fucking, uh, like, wither in a way and non-confrontational. I think they're trying to get rid of that and stomp it out. So yeah, they, that's why even in some schools they've eliminated urinals.
0: Wait, 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 wait. They they've ever- eliminated urinals in some schools? Yeah. Like,
1: like children's school yeah like college no 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 like public schools non like children's schools they've eliminated urinals because they don't want them to stand and piss
0: dude what the fuck
1: yeah how
0: does that even happen
1: again do that you know the old like oh you sit down when you pee that kind of like used to (laughs) used to that was like you made fun of somebody by saying that but the school was like oh you know what we're all going to sit down. Like, I don't know, man.
0: I, I did. I did work with a guy. That kind of reminds me. I did work with a guy. Uh, you remember when I had that job making pizzas yeah, as a teenager? Yeah. Yep. Right? So I was like 16 years old. Uh, I was working in like a pizza parlor, you know, just making pizzas or whatever. And um, there was a guy who worked there. He was a multi-convicted felon, right? It, I mean, he, he'd done, I think total, I think he was like 42. I think he'd already done like 10 years in prison, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, mostly like nonviolent drug offenses, stuff like that, right? And you know, by this time he was a legit guy, just trying to you know get his yeah. sh- get his shit together, make right? some
1: goddamn pizzas.
0: And so uh, I think I was trying to buy some beer or something, right? And I was like, hey man, like you the mind- old hey mister, yeah, <laughs> hey mister, like you mind giving me, uh, you know, hooking me up or whatever? Here, here's twenty bucks or whatever. Like you know, can we get a, can we get a you know, six case pack of case of Keystone? Like, yeah, it was it was always Keystone, hell it was yeah, Keystone dude. Like when we were growing up, remember how everyone was like obsessed with Keystone?
1: Yeah, because it was the cheapest fucking thing, and it was just straight piss water.
0: Dude, I mean. I mean, up, I drank everyone.
1: Keystone for a long ass time, so I can't talk shit.
0: I did too, man. But like everyone growing up, and they treated it like they'd be like, "Oh, that Keystone's really good." And I'm like, and I tried one like a couple years ago as an adult, and I was like, "This is probably the worst thing." And in be the like, world.
1: it's not really good. It's really cheap. Like, there's <laughs> there's a fucking difference. Don't.
0: <laughs> so like this guy uh that I work with or whatever, and I mean he he's like six foot two, yoked black guy, like just trying to paint an image, right? Mm. Uh, you know, for you and I'm. You know, five nine. I think at the time I was probably what 130 pounds.
1: Oh yeah, a little teenage kid, yeah.
0: <laughs> Skinny little like runt, dude. And so I'm trying to get him to buy me beer or whatever, <laughs> which he does. But uh, good the, man. The, the guy started like fucking with me hardcore, and I remember him telling me one time he was like, Hey man, he's like, let's say you know hypothetically, and it, this came out of like left field, but he was like, let's say hypothetically, uh, you and I go out, you know, drinking one night or something like that. And then we get in a car wreck, we hit somebody and, you know, kill somebody by accident, right? And he was like, we got to go to prison, right? And he was like, now, I ain't going to fuck you like a bitch, but I'm going to treat you like a bitch. <laughs> I'm like 16 years old, dude. <laughs> and I was like, what? He was like, now, I ain't going to do nothing to you sexual. He was like, but... You gonna have to sleep on the floor or sit down when you pee, shit like that. <laughs> I was like, "What so the I, fuck?" <laughs>
1: whenever we go to the cafeteria, you are gonna hold my pocket. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was, it was so funny. Like, dude, he, he would always
0: like whisper just fucked up shit in my ear, dude. And it's like forty two year old man or whatever. He was actually a good guy. He had a really good sense of humor, man.
1: Hell, he'd have to. <laughs> yeah.
0: So like, I don't know. Going back to toxic masculinity and stuff. That's that's kind of what I think about. Like, is, is that what they're talking about? <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Oh man, but I I don't know. So I actually think, me personally, man, I I kind of think we need more masculinity in the world now, more than ever, really, honestly. Like, you know, I'm not talking about like abuse and being an asshole and things like that. I'm or about like this...
1: fucking frat bro bullshit.
0: Yeah, yeah. God, that shit is so annoying. You see that shit on campus? Yeah. And you're just like, dude. I you're hate. Like, get a like...
1: job, you fucking idiot.
0: Oh, God. Have you ever, like, really talked to any of those frat bros? No. Oh, my God. They try to recruit me into one, <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, uh, that's not happening. Uh, I just told the kid straight up, but he was like, hey, like, we're the newest, like, fraternity on campus or whatever. He's like, you know, we're trying to get new members or whatnot. And I was like, uh, I'm 32 years old. And he was like, we don't discriminate. We're not ageist. I didn't realize ageist was a term, but...
1: Is now. <laughs> I thought that was, like, whenever... A uh, hiring agency denied a sixty-two-year-old because they were too old. That's the only ageism I've ever heard of. I don't
0: know. Some everybody's an ist today, True. right? True. But uh, um, yeah, man, like they tried to get me in there, and I was just like, no, this is not happening. <laughs> I'll <Yeah>. pass. <laughs> I was trying to make a point. What the hell? What the hell was I going with that?
1: We need more. Well, we don't need. The term toxic masculinity I think anymore. I was just like, going on
0: a frat boy rant. <laughs> I was just like, I hate these people. <laughs> oh, yeah, now I remember, yeah. So, like, uh, so I, I got talking to, like, a lot of these guys and stuff, like, from other fraternities that are, like, well-known, like, throughout the country and stuff, yeah. you know, multiple chapters and stuff. And they were, like, it literally was just, like, them bragging about all these connections they're going to have by the time they graduate college. And I remember telling one young guy, I was like, you realize, like, if you're an idiot... You're still an idiot. Like, it doesn't change. Like, no matter how many connections you have, no matter how much education you have, like, if you're just, a like, a fucking moron, when you show up to work that day, they're going to be like, hey, like, get this fucking moron out of here. Like I don't me.
1: know, man. Have you seen most of the politicians?
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like, we got Kamala Harris as a vice president.
0: Yeah, but they got them on tape, like, killing kids and stuff, right? Yeah, and you know, she, sucking sucked, out she
1: sucked and fucked her way to the top, too, so we got that. That,
0: guy. uh... You know, I always love a good conspiracy, but apparently that's not really a conspiracy. No, apparently that's I like... like there's been facts. plenty of people that have stated that <laughs> shit. Oh, God. I still... Oh, God. I, I fucking cringe.
1: I mean, I would turn thought. that down anyways, like... There's uh, no way. Uh, there's
0: no uh. way. And I kind of have a thing for women in power, you know? I do kind of, like, eh, all right. Yeah, but
1: intelligent women in power.
0: Yeah, but... Kamala Harris, not happening.
1: It's got to be a note for me, dog. Yeah. <laughs> so,
0: there's nothing going on. Like the lights are on, but nobody's home. Yeah. You know, goddamn. But yeah, man. Uh, so I, I, don't know. I don't. I don't think toxic masculinity, like as it's portrayed, is actually even a real thing or whatever. But I do think we need more masculinity. And what's interesting is like you kind of see it now, like especially like in the dating game, right? Um, you know, like, you know, like Tinder or whatever, right? what's every single post like? I'm not even going to put words in your mouth. like, And people, we did oh, not discuss this beforehand. Are you
1: talking about like what a woman says that she wants? Yes. Okay, so I was single for quite a while. I have a, and I use the fuck out of Tinder. I have a lot of experience on Tinder. <laughs> so every, every typical woman would be... Okay, so she would have a couple of kids always, for sure. If they didn't have kids, that was a goddamn unicorn in itself. But they would want... <laughs> Six foot now, tall. When you say
0: a couple kids. Are you saying two kids, or are you saying like three, four, like?
1: Well, now you're eight. talking about a litter.
0: But <laughs> a litter of children. <laughs> yeah.
1: Two. We'll go, we'll go two to two to five. Two to five is okay. the well. Two to two to four is the normal. God
0: damn. Two to five.
1: Hey, that's that's how it is in the south. I don't know about the north.
0: All right. so I'm, I keep cutting I'm you sure, off, man. I'm like sure
1: it's good. the same. Jesus. But gosh. anyways, so yeah, they want six foot tall dude, ten inch dick, making them six figures a year. All this stuff that is, tr- like, no one has ever said, I want a weak pussy boy for a husband. Yeah. Who the fuck, like, that was never so on like, there. like,
0: made a cuck? Yeah. Like, whatever. Just,
1: like, <laughs> what, what woman was on there saying, I want a man that I can just totally dominate and just stomp him into the fucking ground and he's just going to be a total idiot pushover.
0: I mean, I'm sure there's a market for it.
1: There is, but you got to pay. Like, no <laughs> no regular woman wants that in her life that actually wants to have a family and settle down.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure
1: because you need that it's not necessarily a uh, well i guess it is like a stereotype but that's just how things are like that's the uh, traditional nuclear family type shit like people well, have roles it well, works
0: i feel like growing up like having like you know which you know we talked about it before my dad wasn't really around a whole lot um mm-hmm. uh, but when he was around like it was like if i was acting bad it was like hey your dad's coming home from work yeah and it was just like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like, you know, you start trying to act really good, like clean yeah. the room, like all that, you know? And I'm, I'm not saying it's necessarily a good tactic to have, you know, live in fear. But, I mean, there's definitely, like, something with having, like, that traditional, like, stereotypical, like, positive, like, male role model in your yeah. life, you know? Yeah, I mean,
1: what child wants to, like, if you had, like, a weak man for a father, the, a kid is not going to respect you. Yeah. Your wife or your, like, your partner is not going to respect you either. Yeah. because they know they can sure. step on you and like they can do whatever the fuck they want to
0: i just find it interesting based on your experiences you know when you were single like and you were in the dating game and all that stuff like in tinder uh all these women who like condemn like masculine man and all this other stuff but yet that seems to be the fucking thing they're begging for almost yeah
1: you know because I mean, they, they can the
0: wrong word but i mean that's
1: what they're looking for looking because for, yeah. like instinctually like even from our fucking reproductive parts, a woman is going to look for a strong partner to mate with. Yeah. So like the same with a goddamn animal kingdom. Sure. So the you think fucking. It's like a very like. It's instinctual.
0: brain, like primary, like instincts. Yeah, like
1: it's instincts. Yeah. Like look at the fucking animal, like lions, <laughs> the uh, or any any goddamn ma- like no, bucks I, I mean, I, I, bucks, I, I, they fight you know, whoever taking... the dominant male is, they get the woman. Like yep. that's how it is in nature. And humans are, like, that's human nature as well.
0: Yeah. Well, you know me, man. Like, I've taken quite a bit of biology classes, man, so I'm not going to argue with you there. You know, like, it's kind of funny, like, you know, you can observe, like, animals, like an animal kingdom, right? And you can be like, oh, this is, like, how their behavior is, right? But then, like, with humans, it's like, oh, we're just going to pretend this shit doesn't exist. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs)
1: But even statistically speaking, like, most men in power or most men with money are traditionally, like, I hate to say the term alpha male, but, I mean, it's pretty close to, like... Yeah, alpha male's kind of on its way out, isn't it? Yeah, like, even I don't agree with the term, per se, but, like...
0: It's like, what are you gonna do, eat me? Yeah, like, I don't know. (laughs) But I I get the concept of, you know, like... But I I feel like, especially, like, in American history... Well, really, like, honestly, just in Western history in general, you know, like, going back to, like, the 50s and 60s, like, I mean, there was, like, a time where it was, like... Dude, like, you know, Dapper Dan, man, like, you know what I mean? Like, you took care of yourself, like... You paid, you
1: provided for the family. You did
0: all that shit, mm-hmm. and sure, like all these men, like most of them had vices. Oh yeah, I mean, fuck, dude. Most of them were like fucking World War II or Korean War vets. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, oh, they drink too much. Like, be like, yeah, because <laughs> they mowed people down. Yeah, they had to kill
1: thirty-five <laughs> people and blow people's shins <laughs> off and shit. Like, they gotta drink drink away those memories.
0: <laughs> we talked about that before. Like, you, know, you push that shit down. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> dude, I don't know, man, but. If you had to pick a time, though, I think we might have actually talked about this. I think we said 75 to 85. But if you really had to pick a time where you had to live, like you start over, like it's like, boom, what time would you pick?
1: Okay, well, there's two different reasons. My My actual true time period would be like medieval times. Really? Yeah, because I could get away with anything. You can do whatever you fucking wanted to. Ooh, I do like that. Like as long as you like, <laughs> as long as you did whatever you did and got away from that one situation, or if you just killed everybody in the room, like you were gonna get away with it. Sure. Sure. But as far as like fun times, I would say like mid seventies, early eighties, like that that time, like seventies, eighties. Yeah. I felt like that was like party times for America at least.
0: I think if I had to pick, I would probably do. Me, in my early 20s, starting 1950. Okay. Like, coming out of the World War, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, economy's booming, everyone's happy. Fucking world at your feet, dude. Yeah. do whatever the hell you want. Especially back then, I mean, like, I don't know. I've been watching Mad Men, that TV show. I don't know if you've seen that shit or whatever. It's about, like, tobacco. um, Well, it's about marketing executives in the 50s. And, like, I mean, these guys were, like the stereotypes like the
1: original big tobacco yes okay yes
0: these were the guys who like tried to say that like smoking doesn't cause cancer like smoking a <laughs> cigarette a day keeps the doctor away is type doctor shit doctor recommended yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, but dude like they're just like fucking savages man i'm not i'm not saying any of this behavior is right but <laughs> but like dude like all the secretaries are super hot women and it's all these dudes like they they all wear three piece suits right mm-hmm. i mean slick back hair like whole nine yards right and they just fucking drink and smoke. Like they smoke in the office in their meetings. Oh they yeah, just, they like
1: pull out whiskey out of the bottom drawer and
0: hit oh, that dude, they, shit all even day. Hide like, in the drawers, man. Like they have like literally like decanters and like, shit decanter on there. Decanter tables like in the corner, and they're like, here, pour me a. Oh, excuse me. Like here, pour me a scotch or whatever.
1: Like I'm not gonna. This 9 a.m. meeting isn't gonna start itself. Like <laughs> And
0: then they're like slapping secretaries on the ass and shit as they walk by. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I kind of wonder, like, was is that what it was really like?
1: I feel like it. I mean, every media portrayal says that's what it was like. Yeah. I don't have any. Uh, I don't know anyone that was around that time that can like say yes or no to that.
0: Yeah, it would be interesting to know someone. You know, be like, hey, like I was in my twenties in the fifties. Yeah. And this is what it was actually like. You know. What Damn, I
1: mean? oh, we need to find someone that we can interview. Shit. That was from that. I mean, fuck. They're gonna. The local they're gonna be. Home? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be super old by now. Like we're. at they're on their way out
0: dude you know i was thinking like you know speaking of older generations and stuff man like we were talking about you know knowing world war ii vets or like our personal connections to world war ii right mm-hmm. um you know like i had you know on my wife's side of the family you know her grandfather was a world war ii vet and then your great-grandfather was a pilot yeah in world war ii and i started thinking you know <clears throat> which i was very fortunate to be able to like meet her grandfather and talk to him i i knew him for years uh but really, I was very fortunate to talk about like his experiences and everything like that to him face to face. And I started—I was laying in bed, man, going to sleep, and I started thinking, like, "Holy fuck, dude! I'm the last generation that's gonna know any of those people."
1: That is true, yeah. You know what I mean? So basically, we're the only like our generation will have to like continue those stories, yeah. I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. It's kind of an eerie fucking feeling, you know.
1: Yeah, and back like nowadays everything is fucking all generations now every aspect of their fucking life is recorded and written down and videoed and everything else but back then like that shit didn't exist no one no one like unless you were gonna sit down and write your memoirs like no one's ever gonna know what you did or saw
0: (laughs) i felt like it was almost easier to succeed you know in some in some capacities because probably so
1: because as long as you like worked hard and did mm-hmm. like it was more on you versus now it's kind of i mean it's still on you for sure but i guess there's more different circumstances than like games of chance yeah. because everything's been done now so unless you're gonna really carve out your fucking niche of stuff to do like you're just pissing in the wind with yeah. everyone else
0: there's definitely more bullshit in the way today yeah you know what i mean and but then-
1: at the same time it is technically easier to make it on some bullshit like there was like a, no like
0: a fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Perfect example.
0: Still waiting on that Bud Light money to come in.
1: Those motherfuckers! I want my can.
0: <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, so, so I, did, I didn't mean to deviate away, but I do have to tell you, the gas station that I typically will buy like you know a six mm. pack from or whatever. Uh, <laughs> dude,
1: we should interview that old dude.
0: That old guy? I, I saw him the other day, man. Oh man, he was just—he just gave me this look. Like it was so interesting, but I wasn't buying Bud Light because they actually stopped carrying it. <laughs> yeah, they took it off the shelves.
1: So. Dude, I don't, I don't think they've, been, they haven't been stocking it. You were just the only one buying it. And think, you finally I bought the last was, one. I think that was the case. Dude. <laughs> just bottom out or whatever, dude. And uh, like,
0: so I'm up there, and uh, so I think, I think I got like Michelob Ultra or like Heineken. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. I can't even remember. Besides the point, but uh, so I'm up there paying, and like I see this guy, and he's just like. He almost has that Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino look going on. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Where he's, like, growling and shit. like, what the He's, like,
1: gargling rocks in his mouth.
0: Yeah, like, he still refers to, like, Asians as gooks. Yeah. That's that's what I imagine this kind of guy is. You know what I mean? Like, he's just... Because isn't that what Clint Eastwood always said in that movie or whatever, right? (laughs) God, dude. But uh, he he just, like, stares at my beer, stares back at me, stares back at the beer, and then, like, kind of, like, just grunts like and like turns his head away or whatever and i'm just like what the fuck is this guy's I'm be like dude? sorry
1: bud the bud light's fucking gone did you drink it all you <laughs> like i know it was you motherfucker i saw you
0: you know i don't know he but that that the guy is very interesting we should we should get him because i know we've been talking about having like guests and stuff mm-hmm. on the podcast for a little while now and like it would be very interesting to interview him and see the inner workings of his mind
1: yeah be like so how many days in a row have you sat at that fucking gas station and drank coffee?
0: <laughs> What's been going
1: on in the local newspaper?
0: I want to know what he does.
1: He doesn't do anything. I would like. I would like. To, I w- <laughs> I li- li- yeah, I was gonna yeah. say I would like to know what he did yeah. whenever he was like a, a working age. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he probably worked his ass off. Honestly, I, I
0: think. So. I'm, I I'm like sure like the, he did. I like, cause you know, we we live in a rural area. Like yeah. there's a lot of farming and stuff that takes place where we're at. So yeah, there, there's, there's no like.
1: Yeah, either that or like. In, like he could have worked at a paper mill that was around sure. but yeah. anyway and that was around yeah. yeah i mean i'm sure it was like <laughs> some kind of indu- like physical manual labor if i had to guess
0: yeah oh man i don't know but hey you know like you no know, more power to him man i guess like, you know whatever
1: oh yeah he earned his right to sit at that fucking table i guess so whatever is that
0: a definition of toxic masculinity
1: that old dude yes no cuz i could take his ass out with one punch <laughs>
0: So, the good masculinity can overcome toxic masculinity, right? Maybe, okay.
1: Maybe he is toxic masculinity because he was making fun of fucking beer. Could be. He was talking shit to you. Could be. Maybe so. Could be. So, maybe toxic toxic masculinity <laughs> is being a fucking dick.
0: Oh, man. I don't know. But, like, I mean, just <laughs> go full circle and all that stuff, man. Just something about, like, with that tender stuff, those profiles, like, it's just, like, it's, it's unsettling because you, you see, like, a lot like, you know, we talked about it earlier, but. You know, you see a lot of these women, like, you know, they condemn all this, like oh they or they have these like ridiculously high standards. But you then know?
1: they bring nothing to the fucking table. And
0: they're usually like out of shape. You know what I mean? Like that, broke as fuck.
1: They won't like, Yeah, they have no job. They don't fucking they won't cook. Like they they provide nothing. And then but they expect the goddamn world. That's what's infuriating. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do for me whenever you expect me to do everything? Like that that's not how this shit works. Yeah. But they want those old school roles, but they forget that the women in that day, they fucking did a lot of shit at home, but, I mean, they were working their ass off at the house. Yeah. Whereas now, they just want to lay on their ass on the fucking couch and watch TV and get served and not do anything.
0: You know, and it's it's interesting because, like, based on, like, my travels and all of that, they, they demand, like, these very high standards from men, but they're not willing to actually put that on themselves.
1: Yeah, which, I mean, if there was a... If it was, eat, which, again, everyone's always bitching about equality, but sure. how the fuck is that equal? Yeah, it's, it's equality's
0: good when it's convenient for you. Yes,
1: equality is good whenever <laughs> it benefits you.
0: Yes, yeah, 100%. And, you know, I don't, I don't know what the solution is there because, I mean, I think, you know, based on my travels and stuff, and I'm sure you've seen this too, this really seems to be like an American woman thing
1: it it's heavily on that yeah
0: and i've actually from what kind of, i've seen well i've kind of even wondered like you know cuz we're we're a very religious country right like judeo christian background defines basically all our laws like everything right yeah
1: separation of church and state which is doesn't happen
0: yeah <laughs> and uh, don't even get me started mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh you know they i've wondered if it's a, almost a religious thing you know what i mean because you know how like the bible kind of props it up like here's these roles you have to fulfill like here's all these things you have to do or whatever yeah but
1: look at muslim culture and, like
0: save yourself till marriage and stuff like that so it's, it's almost like i don't want to say quoting the 40 year old virgin but it's almost like you know putting it on a pedestal right
1: like but they're but even in like if there was a religious standpoint the women would be doing more work Because they should be doing, like...
0: Yeah, because we pick and choose what's convenient.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. (laughs) But, like, Muslims, the women can't do a fucking thing over there. Yeah. So...
0: That was weird, going to Kuwait and, like, seeing, like... Like, they're treated like dog shit. shit. Yeah, man. Like, yeah.
1: Which, it's, like, that kind of, like, that makes me think that American women need to go to, like, a training camp and see how (laughs) bad it could be for them.
0: (laughs) Just take a vacation.
1: Like, it would, make, it would make, well, I I really think every American should go to another country just to see how yeah. good and how fucking lazy and shit we are over here.
0: Well, I it would really you,
1: make you appreciate things.
0: Well, I told you, man, like, you know, like, what really, like, changed my perspective and, you know, really opened my eyes is, like, when I went on that uh, missionary trip to Brazil when I was, like, 14. Mm-hmm. And that's when I saw, like, true poverty.
1: Yeah, like, what was, a yeah. struggle really is. Yes, not, yes man not fucking losing wi-fi signal and having mm-hmm. your phone die like
0: and i've never like i mean i know i've joked around about being broke and shit on the show or whatever and stuff but like i've never truly actually bitched about my quality of life in, like, yeah in america like you're it's not something. living
1: on dirt floors and shit with yeah. like <laughs>
0: you know uh dude i don't know but it would be interesting to take some of these tinder girls and drop them off in like syria yeah <laughs> you know, Like, you know, let me know how that works for you you know <laughs> yeah yeah Speaking of uh, taking a Sudan or something, I know you mentioned like these Muslims or Muslim countries, and you know, it kind of reminds me. Did I ever tell you about my friend uh, who is Muslim uh, Ellis? No, the guy who worked at Universal Studios. Oh, no, oh, okay, all right. So, I had a friend of mine Ellis, he actually a um, Muslim guy, nice guy, like cool, um, but he worked at Universal Studios in like Orlando, Florida, mm-hmm. and he specifically worked at the Harry Potter exhibit like the park they have right and which i like you know me i'm a huge harry potter nerd i mean i'm literally wearing a voldemort day shirt from (laughs) like the cursed child play right but uh he uh so he worked there for like i think like two years and he would have to like he literally was dressed like in robes. I think his house was like Hufflepuff or whatever. Was he
1: like a stu like a student in Hogwarts or like?
0: Uh, they just keep him in character, like they are students. But like I think he operated like a photo booth or something like that. Oh, okay, like okay. Pictures and stuff. So I like, gotcha. They literally have like anyone who works in that park. Alleged. I mean, I haven't been there and seen it personally, but allegedly, like they're all like dressed in character. Well, I've, I've heard
1: like you're not allowed to break character.
0: Oh, especially, like, at Disney. <clears throat> yeah. Disney's yeah. real bad about that shit. Yeah. Like, I, what, what, what do you think they do if you break character?
1: Probably cut a fucking pinky off. Just beat you?
0: <laughs> Probably.
1: They have child slaves working in the back.
0: Child slaves in the back. Yeah, dude, so uh, he worked there for, like, two years, and... So I was like talking, I was like, oh shit, like, you know, what is it like? You know, like, I'm, I'm hitting him with like all this lore. I've read the books like multiple times. Yeah. I've seen all the movies, like all this other shit, dude. Gone down like fan fiction theories, like you name it, dude. And he was like, I've never read the books. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, all right, man, we get it. You know, some people aren't big readers. He's like, what'd you think of the movies? I was like, yeah, I was like, what did you think of the movies? And he was like, I've never seen the fucking movies either. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he literally described it as like the most confusing two years of his life because people would come up to him and like ask him all these questions and for him to be in character he had no he's like i didn't know what a fucking hufflepuff was until they hired me <laughs> he's like is like, that like, a goddamn <laughs>
1: snack cake like <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was like a hufflepuff what the fuck <laughs> what is this but, yeah he was he was a cool dude he was funny man but he said it was just like so hilarious like these kids like he would do his best to like pull it off But he was like i had no idea what these kids dude were talking
1: it, <laughs> it would have been easier to just go watch a fucking movie like at least a couple of them.
0: That's what I told him. I was like, man, you could just watch the first one and get the Yeah. Point. You know what I mean? So, and people would just be, like, always talking about, like, you know, does Voldemort come back? And he's just like, who is Voldemort? He's like,
1: <laughs> he's, he's, like he's coming back. He's coming back.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, dude. It, he, he, was a cool, he was a cool dude, man. Uh, that was definitely, like, interesting to, like, hear. I was like, wait a minute. That would be like getting a job, like, at Disney. And it's like, okay, you're suited up like Mickey Mouse, but, like, you had never actually seen
1: yeah or like idiot have no idea what he does or how he talks or anything
0: <laughs> or work like in the marvel convention because disney owns marvel right oh yeah so like we work on like a spider-man set or something and it's like you've never actually even seen or read any of the comic books or yeah any of that shit he's <laughs> just like oh, he's what like is i'm just
1: a fucking idiot in a blue and red suit like i don't know what i do <laughs> just the he's, like, idiot. I, he's like um i am spider guy what, yeah. what do i do
0: i read an interesting fact about um disney uh disney world or whatever because there's Disneyland and there's Disney World, right? Yeah. Okay, so I think the fact that I read about Disney World is there is a trash can approximately every ten feet. Ooh. I- and everyone that works there, if they see a piece of trash, that like trash, they are obligated to pick it up and throw it away. So like, if you go to Disney World, it's super clean. I thought that was pretty cool. But I'll tell you a place that is not clean. That i went to a few years ago i don't know if i told you about my experiences in new orleans
1: nolans nolans baby
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right man so like you know me dog like I, was, I mean i was born in monroe louisiana i wasn't raised there but i was born there like i spent a lot of time i lived in Louisiana. In my adult life, I've been to New Orleans a few times or whatever. I love Louisiana. Like, I really love New Orleans. I think it's a great place. It's the third most dangerous city in America, according to the most recent FBI crime statistics. (laughs) with his information there uh they're below sea level so i don't know if it's a really great place to move anytime soon you know
1: <laughs> just waiting for the tide to come yeah, in
0: yeah you can wait for the tide gunshots whatever it may be right
1: you're going down
0: man like i went to new orleans and oh my god dude like have you ever been there
1: not to new orleans god no.
0: oh man it is a party from start to finish and i mean like it starts at like 10 o'clock in the morning and i'm over here like it's so funny because i went down there it was my it's my wife my sister and her husband is before they had kids Mm. and uh dude we're just we're all drinking right but like the girls start taking it light like because they start seeing the guys like getting like fucking yeah they're like oh shit we need to cut it back a little (laughs) yeah yeah dude and uh just i don't know man it was just it was just wild bourbon street is just insane I mean, I, I don't even know what time they open. I don't, I don't know what time the bars close. I don't even remember. But <laughs> Do they
1: ever really open or close? <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the, literally, Bourbon Street smells like vomit. Uh, yeah, they They do close it down, and they literally just come Just in, hose and, like, it down? Just hose it down, yeah, dude, because it's just full of, like, piss and vomit. Fucking
1: piss, vomit, Yeah. broken dreams, and gin. And, dude,
0: like, I've never really worried about pickpocketers, like, too much in my life. But, like, as you're walking down Bourbon Street, there's, like, gangs of kids right like they're trying to like shine your shoes or they're like doing some do they do this
1: shit where they like run into you and try to grab shit out of your pocket yeah dude
0: i started feeling people like tug on my yeah. shit and so that's the first time in my life i ever took my wallet from my back pocket and put it in my front pocket oh yeah i was like nah dude we ain't doing this shit man but uh it, it was cool man i got uh i got super blackout wasted <laughs> And sang karaoke in front of like 300 people. <laughs> yeah, there's a video of that out there somewhere. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. I think it's on the internet actually. But, Somebody
1: uh, dig that up, please. We need this.
0: <laughs> my sister recorded it, but because uh, you know I've always been a classic rock fan, so like we we we're like bar hopping, like we're having like a drink here, a drink there, a drink there. You know what I mean? Just moving down the street, right? Just seeing this wild shit, man. And uh, so anyway, you know, we end up at this karaoke bar. I'm like fuck yeah I'm going to sing some karaoke at this point man I'm like 12 like whiskey and cokes deep man like, like jack and Co- like yeah. drunk
1: enough to want to sing some fucking karaoke
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm white white girl wasted and I think that I fucking sound like a professional singer too man you know and uh, I don't know if you guys can tell by the sound of my voice but uh, I'm sure you can imagine how that probably went not too good but uh, I get up there and I'm wasted and the guy's like alright what do you want to sing And I was like, all right, we're going to sing Take It Easy by the Eagles. (laughs) Because I love classic rock. And I'm just up there drunk as fuck. And it's a huge stage. Like, this is like a whole restaurant, basically, right? And there's, Mm -hmm. I estimate, about 300 people in there. So
1: it's like a fucking auditorium.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'm just, like, singing Take It Easy by the Eagles. And I'm trying to, like, sell it. Like, I'm, like, dancing and shit, like, and like, moving around the stage, making sure I'm including the entire crowd, you know what I mean? Pointing and shit, like... Yeah, dude. And I'm, like, so out of shape, I'm, over, like, I'm getting winded as I'm doing this shit, like, pointing... Dude, take it easy. <laughs> easy. It's like, you took some of your own fucking advice, dude. Right. It was great. It was a good time. Uh, We did, a like, a haunted... Like go, uh, like haunted New Orleans tour. And oh yeah, because they're like
1: big on like voodoo and like haunted yes, shit, right? Okay. Yes,
0: yes, yes. It's big down there, man. Like, like
1: witch doctor type shit.
0: Uh huh. We went to a we went to a gravesite. I can't. Her name was Madame. Oh dude, I'm gonna get it so wrong. I can't remember. Laveau? Madame Laveau?
1: Marie Laveau? Marie Laveau yeah, That's what yeah. it
0: was. Like so, she was like the OG like voodoo There's witch a song. doctor. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. And uh, we'll probably have to turn that up and make that our outro. You know, is, it, is it a good song? Nah. Yeah, SP shit. I mean, I, honestly, I don't.
1: I the only remember it's like Marie Laveau, but I don't remember uh, anything else so. Uh,
0: so she uh, anyway, we went to her gravesite and stuff like that, and it's like a shrine. Like people are still like bringing like relics and like mm. lighting candles and shit. I was like, what the fuck, man? This is some real shit. But yeah, we did like the haunted like New Orleans tour and stuff, and um, so we're going through, and this girl like that was giving us a tour very she's a young very attractive woman very professional very nice which just taking us to different buildings and telling us all these different stories and shit
1: having to put up with drunk assholes all day
0: yeah everyone in the group seemed relatively sober except for me and my brother-in-law okay <laughs>
1: oh so it was like a like how many people
0: oh it was probably uh i would say about 20 people oh shit okay okay so like it was it was decent cra- and we're just walking through and we're not like on bourbon street so like it's it's like quiet yeah and, yeah you know what i mean it's mm? more residential and shit and uh, dude, god, so embarrassing. But uh, so she's like telling us all these crazy stories, and I'll I'll come back and I'll talk about some of the stories because some of them are fucking weird. But stories of ghosts and vampires and all kinds of shit, because apparently you know New Orleans got a New Orleans has a little bit of a vampire problem down there. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> but, what I've heard. But anyway, so my brother-in-law and I are like completely fucking shit house hammered. <laughs> okay. And at this point in time, that song by Kanye, Niggas in Paris,
1: oh yeah, yeah,
0: had only been out like a few months, right? I think it was like a year. I, I don't know. It was still relatively new. And it was out. We, we were obsessed with this song, dude. And so like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a, I don't know. I, I started becoming like the drunk asshole in the group, right? Like I asked, like I raised the woman's talking. I like I raised my hand. She's like, yes. Like you, should, like, you know, of course. Like does anyone have any questions yeah, or whatever? Yeah. So I raised my hand. I'm like, have you ever actually seen a ghost? And then she was like, uh, like why? Basically, why are you doing this to me right now? Like she she played it off, but like you know, I was like, oh, she man. was like,
1: shut the fuck up. Yeah.
0: Like the next day, I was like, I oh, was a fucking asshole. So then like I moved to, like the back of the group. My brother-in-law, <laughs> and he's like, bro, this shit fucking sucks, man. I was like, yeah, shit. Just- it's
1: like I ain't seen a goddamn ghost yet. <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. And he was like, bro, we need to get a fucking drink. And he, I was like, yeah, I, I agree with you. And he was like, but first, and then like this woman is talking, and there's people listening, and then he just goes on his phone and pulls up the song by Kanye West, "Niggas in Paris," and that like intro, dude, dude, starts blaring loud as fuck, dude. <laughs> like, and literally, I look up and every single head is turned towards us, like facing us, and then one dude looks at my wife and then is like you need to go get him but like <laughs> calm down Mike. you know so, so we left man but uh yeah we were we were like super super gone man but i don't even remember oh dude it's i have so many stories about New Orleans, man like when we went out that day starting the day this is how crazy New Orleans is okay we got a taxi all right whatever cool we were living like we were staying like five miles from like the hotel mm-hmm. uh or five miles from like bourbon street or whatever and so we get a taxi or whatever, you know, go five miles. And my sister from South Carolina had brought a bottle of moonshine, like apple pie moonshine, like a legit shit, right? And so we're kind of, like, keeping it on the DL, and we're passing it around in the back and, like, taking sips or whatever. Yeah. You know. And then I, I can't even remember how it came to be, but, like, somehow the driver figured out. <laughs> he's like, what y'all got back there? <laughs> and then, my, you know, and he was, like, laughing, joking with this. My sister was like, oh, we got, like, some... Apple Pie Moonshine. He was like, Well, don't be stingy. We're like, What? And like, we're in a highway. Hauling that. Like, there's a lot of traffic. And then he's like, Pass that shit up. Pass that shit up. And she literally passes it to this driver and he just takes a fucking swig. And then he passes it back. And he ended up doing that three more fucking times. Gave the dude like a $20 tip. We were like, You're great.
1: He's like, I got a long day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, dude. Like, I, uh, but anyway, going through that, that's how the day started, you know, but like going through everything, you know, by the time i made it back to the hotel room which was like relatively early i think it was like nine o'clock at night mm-hmm. dude i was wasted like everybody else was like sober enough and i yeah. was just like i never stopped dude. i probably <laughs> drink like, an, like a hat, a bottle and a half of like, like whiskey. just liquors yeah. over there like- yeah. <laughs> and uh and uh so we get back to the hotel or whatever and then they're like okay you're gonna like lay down so like in my in my entire life my sister has never cut me off And then while we were out drinking, she was like, You're done. (laughs) You know? And uh so I'm sitting here and I'm like laying in the bed or whatever, and I go to sleep. And you gotta remember, like, we just did like this haunted New Orleans ghost tour, all this weird shit, man. People are on edge. "Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And so my sister, brother in law, and then, you know, my old lady, like they're all like talking, hanging out in the hotel room. And I've been asleep apparently for like two hours. I just literally raise up out of the bed hold my hand like i'm reaching out to something start speaking in a foreign language <laughs> like some like fucking pentecostal tongue like tongues, stuff <laughs> you know and then i'm just like halala, halala, halala. and then i literally just fall back down and pass out and then you, <laughs> the they told me the next day they were like everyone was scared as fuck like they had trouble going to sleep and shit because they were like is this dude possessed
1: They've, i'm surprised they didn't like duct tape you to the bed or some shit or like hog tie you <laughs> like. <laughs>
0: Dude, I don't, I don't, know, man. It just, I, it was, it was a lot. <laughs> but yeah, New New Orleans is a great fucking place, dude. You know, it's got kind of weird shit though, man. Like a lot of those like stories they talk about, like weird killings and stuff, like just, just, I don't know, just weird stuff. They found bodies that have been like completely mutilated, but like no blood. Yeah. You know, like, like drained. Yeah, like drained out of them and shit. And so, I don't fucking know, man. Some eerie stuff. <laughs> you should definitely go there though. I yeah, I, pl- like I
1: plan a- on it. Yeah. I've I've uh wanted to go, but I don't want to go around fucking Mardi Gras time. No, nah, I don't want to deal with that shit. We
0: went in uh, November. Okay, and it was fucking wild and packed, dude. I ended up in that because just like every night they have like parades there and shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's all it's insane. And um, I actually ended up in a parade with a bunch of like it was like University of like like LSU like cheerleaders oh, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know what the hell they were doing down there, but they had like a they had like a float and everything. And I was trying to make it across the street to, like, another bar. But, and then, like, I didn't realize, like, I was literally in the middle of, like, a parade. Like, I was in their way. <laughs> and then so, like, the girls, like, literally start, like, moving me. And they're, like, dance, And I start da- dancing with them and shit. And I'm, like, yeah, like, try to work through this fucking float, like, around the... Because they had a float and they had a bunch of cheerleaders around the oh, float, yeah. right? And I'm trying to, like, work through the crowd or whatever. Like, people were, like, cheering and shit. I was, like, what the fuck? <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> That's a good time, man.
1: Don't they have like a really big like jazz scene down there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or blue? Is it blues or jazz? Uh, both. Oh okay.
0: Both, but blues is more what you're gonna find down there and down that way, man. Yeah, there's a. We didn't explore the music scene too much, um, just because the three other people I was with they're not really didn't care for that. Yeah, they're not really that type. So but yeah, no, the uh, music is fucking grand down there, dude. Definitely recommend giving it a shot. Oh, but I do have something I want to talk to you about, man. I just got to get it off my chest, dude. Um, you know who M. Not Shyamalan is? Yeah. That I fucking made
1: all those weirdo fucking movies.
0: I fucking cannot stand any of this guy's movies.
1: The only one, okay, I can, he made The Village, he made uh, piece of shit. Lady in the Water.
0: Even more of a piece of shit.
1: Those are the only two I can remember. Signs. Signs. The
0: Sixth Sense.
1: He made the sixth Sense? Yeah, he made oh, the Oh he sense. did. That's where he got famous from. That's right.
0: Right? And then he did like the glass, all that shit where like superheroes where it was like Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis. I haven't seen any of that shit. Eh uh, yeah. I mean they're all pieces of shit. Like it doesn't matter. But, nah, I, just fucking, I, I went on like a whole this last weekend, man, like I was looking for new shit to watch, so I was like, Well fuck it, you know, like, I got seen Six Sense. I thought it was alright or whatever. Like a real twist at the end. But um so I was like, you know what, like I'll I'll watch more of this director's work. Or Give him a chance. Yeah. And everything I watched, I was like, this fucking sucks. This is a piece of shit. I watched Lady in the Water. Probably, like, top three worst movies I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah, Lady in the Water was stupid as fuck. Yeah. I, rem- rather, I remember when that came out, it was just dumb as shit. Like,
0: yeah, I'd rather just swallow like swallow a bullet than like watch that shit, piece of shit ever again, you know? And you know what's interesting about M. Not Shyamalan, dude? And, ah, shit, I can't remember what year it was. It was around the time, like, Signs came out um he gave an interview with the sci-fi channel Mm -hmm. and he made everyone on the set sign a one million dollar non-disclosure agreement like you can't talk about the truth behind this right
1: the truth behind the movie
0: i'm I'm getting there about him because he he made some claims about his life that were all bullshit (laughs) and they all fucking knew it (laughs) so you know like in all of his movies it has like certain like I'm going to say, like, psychic element to it, right? Yeah,
1: like, or paranormal. Yes. Yeah.
0: So he went on this fucking, sci- I don't even know, they probably pulled this shit down. You might be able to find it, but, like, he went on this huge fucking interview with a Sci-Fi Channel dude, and he was just talking about how, like, when he was a child, he had a near-death experience, and now, because of that, he's, like, seen the other side, and he's in touch with all these spirits and stuff like that.
1: He had a sixth sense? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But anyway, it came out that it was, like, total fucking bullshit, dude. So this guy's just like, I don't know, man. I, I'll just, so I'll he's
1: a goddamn shit. con artist?
0: He's a fucking con artist. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's what it is, dude. Like, yeah. God, he's a fucking piece of shit, dude. And it was like, even The Village, I thought The Village was actually, like, pretty good starting out. And then, like, when it was getting to the end, I was like, oh, this is just another piece of shit. <laughs> you know, I think he wrote, like, one decent movie, like, uh, The Sixth Sense or whatever. And yeah. it had, like, a twist to it at the end. And then I think he just tried to recreate that every single time and it just doesn't work.
1: The only, like, the only movie I actually remember was Signs. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I know I've watched The Sixth Sense but I don't really remember it but I I remember Signs. It was fucking, it was weird. It wasn't great. It was like, I don't know. I think out of, out of the shit that I did see, that was my favorite, which, okay, I've only seen three that I can remember, but that was the one that I liked the most. I think they progressively got worse. They did. They which did. I, think, like, <laughs> you, I think, like you said, like I think he was just trying to repeat his same concept over and over, and it just yeah. got worse every time.
0: Well, one thing that I do absolutely fucking hate, and I cannot stand when any artists do this, is when they insert themselves into their own work. So, oh. as a director, he has a cameo in, like, every movie. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that's the most fucking arrogant thing you can do. I
1: mean, I think that shit's funny.
0: Really? Yeah. Ah, Dude, I don't know. It's probably because I just don't like the guy's work. So, like, when I see him, I'm like, this is making it even uh, worse. Well,
1: doesn't fucking Tarantino do that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but But he's actually good. But I love his shit. He's actually good. Yeah. I watched Pulp Fiction the other day, man.
1: Dude, that's one of my top favorite fucking movies.
0: Yeah, I think the funniest scene out of that entire movie is, like, when Samuel L. Jackson is on the phone with Marcellus Wallace and he's trying to get help because they got, like, that dead body in the garage mm-hmm. or whatever. And, he, and he's, like, explaining to Marcellus Wallace, he's like, I don't think you understand how explosive this Bonnie situation is. She's like, she comes, and the, the, the camera is, like, panning following her coming home. He's like, oh, she comes home from a long day's work or whatever. She comes in her kitchen finds a bunch of gangsters doing some gangster-ass shit. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's, like, them holding the body, and they're just like, <gasps> like, all shocked when she walks in. <laughs> that was a wild, that, I, do, I do love... Especially compare like M not Shyamalan, total dog shit. Quentin Tarantino, fucking amazing.
1: Dude, yeah, Quentin Tarantino's shit is like my top tier stuff.
0: Oh, it's so good, man.
1: The only one I didn't care for was uh, well, it was it was still a good movie. It was just too long and drawn out. Was the Hateful Eight.
0: I have yet to watch it.
1: It's I mean it's a good movie, but it it's just drawn out too much. Really, and it's a western, and it only takes place in a fucking cabin in a snowstorm, so it's not like very interesting.
0: Is that the one where like I think I might have watched a little bit? Is that the one where Samuel Jackson's like a bounty hunter or some shit like that? I
1: think so, yeah. And yeah, yeah, because he's looking for this dude, but they yeah, it's I don't know, like it's it's just too drawn out.
0: What is your favorite Tarantino movie?
1: Probably fucking Pulp Fiction.
0: So good. Was that his first movie?
1: Uh, no. From Dust Till Dawn was, is I think. Hey, that was a good one. That That one was fucking cool, dude. He yeah, he um he wrote the part where he can lick selma hayek's toes like he wrote that into the movie specifically just so he could do that shit
0: are you serious yeah dude she's so fucking pretty
1: and she's like she's in her 50s now and still looks amazing she
0: literally looks like she has not aged a single day in the last 20 years yeah like good god man i'm over here i'm like aging like four times the rate <laughs> <laughs> i got gray hairs popping up in my hair i don't know but my old man by the time he was 40 was completely salt and pepper really yeah yeah I, I think it was actually i think it was earlier than that i think it was like 35 oh fuck so i got about three more years dude
1: well my dad my dad's like fucking 82 83 yeah and he's still oh he's he's gray but he's still got all of his hair so yeah that's a positive thing i can that's look good. forward to yeah
0: yeah we have a uh, baldness in my family is like a coin toss dude yeah i think i got the good genes like where i'm not gonna go bald Mm-hmm. right Cause I was born with this receding hair. Look. <laughs> like, it's always been so, like this. So that, that hasn't gotten any worse. This just stayed out. the same. Yeah. Yeah. But my brother's shit is, like, thinning, you know? So I'm like, okay, he got those jeans. Fuck him.
1: Okay, so the question <laughs> is, if you start to go bald, are you going to hang on to your hairs or are you going to skin that shit?
0: I think I'm going to do the horseshoe look. Yeah. With a ponytail.
1: Fair enough. Like, the old, like like the old hippie dude
0: Yeah, you see a guy with the old like bald horseshoe and a ponytail yeah yeah that guy I don't give a fuck no dude. and
1: he's probably got some weed on him so you got that to look forward to he's got that
0: stank <laughs> oh my god but yeah dude uh getting back to like tarantino dude i mean i'm just a huge fan of his stuff man i watched uh Django unchained
1: dude another fucking awesome movie
0: dude such a great movie man such a great movie, and like Leonardo DiCaprio's role in that was like really good, dude. Yeah, like really good, you know. But Jamie Foxx really sold that role too. Oh, man. for
1: sure, he was excellent. that, yeah. sh- that shit was awesome.
0: <laughs> Come back and blasting motherfuckers.
1: And Samuel, his his shit was hilarious too. He played, he basically played like Uncle Ruckus, oh, like yeah. the self-hating black guy, like,
0: <laughs> and they made him look like way older too. you know? Yeah, like so. It's like, God, dude. But, uh, yeah, it, it, I mean, that movie has some rough parts. I was like, ooh, God, it's just kind of graphic, man. But I'm all I do, about it. I do like, I do like Tarantino, man. But shit, what else has he done? Uh, there was Reservoir Dogs.
1: Oh, yeah, fuck. That old. was a good one. That shit was old, too.
0: So someone once uh, told me, they said, how you know you're a good writer or director is if you can make a movie that's filmed in one room.
1: Well, he's done it multiple times.
0: So he had scenes at where they were outside of the room and Reservoir Dogs outside the warehouse. But for the most part, like 90% of the movie is in one room. It's How about Saw same- 1? Saw 1. Saw one. <laughs> that's that's crazy as shit, isn't it?
1: Remember remember when that first came out? Like, that blew people's minds. That shit was cool.
0: Dude, yeah, it was insane, man. Don't you wish you could just...
1: Like, no, one, no one had ever seen that shit.
0: I know, man. Like, when he fucking just stands up. Yeah. And walks out. And he's like, what the fuck, dude? God. Whoa, what what's what, what song are they on now? Are they like song Ten. 10 10 Jesus Christ, dude. Like you got to stop, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like another another shit that I hate, like when it comes to movies like fucking Fast and Furious, dude.
1: Yeah, like I was gonna say, horror movies are like the worst as far as sequels are concerned, mm-hmm. but I forget about Fast and the Furious.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, like, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, when the first one came out, I was like, that's a good movie, dude.
1: That shit was a goddamn sensation,
0: yeah, like, because <laughs> it was like real people, real problems, like real fucking cars, like real situations. You're like, oh, okay, like, this is like believable as fuck.
1: And we were like, what, 13 or 14, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, and uh, that might actually just been the problem, like, we probably.
1: But no, I mean, uh, it, that, sh- that shit sold. It was a box office hit.
0: But then they just progressively keep <clears> getting shittier and shittier. And, and shittier.
1: more, like, over the top, crazy, insane, unrealistic bullshit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then they, like, brought in, like, I don't know, like, fucking rappers. I don't know. What are they going like, to, like.
1: I don't know. I haven't seen them
0: nelly or some shit in there you know i don't know and he's a he's a space marine like <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. <laughs> like what was the last one like i've never seen it advertised i didn't even watch it but they were like had magnets on their cars and they could like turn them up and they were like going through like i don't know they're like they're just like it's just ridiculous shit dude. it was like, like a goddamn transformers
1: there. crossover
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was it was stupid
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man dude! i'm trying to well speaking of cars did i ever tell that story about that kid in korea who ghost? i guess they call it ghost riding the whip
1: oh yeah dude when was that popularized like 10 years ago
0: <sighs> uh yeah no no not, not that long it's probably 2016 yeah 2015 yeah
1: yeah i remember that shit Yeah. so for people who don't know ghost riding the whip is whenever you get out of the car and essentially ghost right it's still going but you're not in it yeah, And yeah, typically you're blasting some music and dancing around the car. or It's
0: rolling like a mile or two an hour. Yeah, it's, 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 it's slow. slow. But you're like just dancing around the car. Well, yeah, dude, we were, uh, when I was in the military, like I was on base or whatever, and we were in our little restricted area, right? And, you know, like, you know, like I've talked to you about it before, like, you know, those of you don't know, like I worked around, like, weapons, right? Uh, real high-powered explosives and shit. So this kid was, like, driving this, like, little truck that had a trailer hooked up that had a bunch of bombs on it, right? And you say bombs, you think okay, this is like super dangerous, but they're actually relatively safe. Like they got like a drop distance of like ten feet or some shit. You know what I mean? Like not, you're gonna be fine, right? Um, but anyway, he comes into our area and decides that he's going to, as the kids like to call it back then, ghost ride the whip
1: with like twenty thousand pounds of bombs.
0: I give, give, <laughs> give me like give me like four seconds, and so I'll actually do the calculations. <laughs> It was 6,000 pounds of explosives. Like, shit. No shit. Yeah. High-powered explosives. She's going to level a fucking city block, dude. <laughs> like Is the it? OKC
1: bomber would have been proud.
0: <laughs> Oklahoma City <laughs> bomber. Is that guy still alive?
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: Because the unibomber just died not too long ago, right?
1: I think so. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. But, yeah, dude, so this, this kid, like, he does the whole ghost ride the whip or whatever. And people see it, and he's, like, got his phone out. And he's like on Snapchat, like filming it, like talk about like making the most incriminating fucking evidence. Possible. He's probably
1: on. He's probably on Vine back yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's when Vine was like yeah. popular.
0: Yeah. Uh, don't forget, I tell you about my cousin He was really trying to make it on Vine. God, <laughs> it was the most cringy shit in the world. But I'm glad that shit's over, dude.
1: It was better than TikTok.
0: Yeah, true. Fuck TikTok.
1: Follow us on TikTok. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so this kid's like ghost riding the whip or whatever, and. I don't know if he was just, like, an idiot or what, but, like, he did this in the building that had, like, our highest-ranking, like, administrators in, (laughs) right? Like, it's all, like, E-9s, E-8s, like, there was a fucking lieutenant colonel in there that was our commander and shit, and they all, all saw this shit go down, right? And he's just out there ghost-riding the whip, fucking posting it on Vine, Snapchat, whatever the fuck he's doing, (laughs) dude. And they're just like, what the fuck, dude? So, anyway, he, uh... He goes, he goes back to his shop or whatever, you know, puts a shit up or whatnot, and, like, you know, immediately gets a, as you would expect, gets a phone call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, hey, get your ass in here. Just like, report down to my office. And, uh, dog, the ass ripping. Because I was in the same building. Right? <laughs> you I, could
1: probably hear it from four rooms over. from across the building, dude. <laughs> I was like,
0: oh, my God. Like, I'd never heard someone got their ass ripped that fucking hard in my entire life. And uh, they ended up giving the guy, it basically was, like, a criminal punishment, but they ended up giving a... Um, uh article 15 took a bunch of rank shit like that you know but i mean they fucked him good They <laughs> fucked him good dude but he, uh, he fucked himself good what was fun- <laughs> yeah what was funny is like our commander like gave like a safety briefing or whatever because you know every week they do like a safety briefing like hey, oh no, yeah 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 don't do drugs don't drink and drive like, anything
1: that's anything stupid that happens that's yeah. the time they talk about it
0: yeah or if there's like any real threats in the area like yeah. hey don't be traveling alone or whatever the fuck right or stay out of these regions um so our commander's, like, get up there, and he's, like, some, like, 50-year-old, like, lifelong military guy. Like, just, like, the most like, generic-looking commander. White boy. Yeah. Like, and, uh, you know, big old ring on the finger, like, shaved head and everything. And he was, like, basically giving us a safety briefing about, like, how we're not allowed to, and I quote, ghost ride the whip. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, I'm, like, cracking up, like, hearing this fucking old-timer, like, talk like that. I'm, like, holy fuck, dude. <laughs> God damn. Uh, dude, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely glad that. Jumping off from that, I'm definitely glad that Vine shit is over with. God, that shit was so annoying. My it cousin, was, you know. It exactly. was
1: better than TikTok, man. At least the Vine had comedy sketches versus TikTok. It's basically just young people, Trash. yeah, dancing and stupid ass shit.
0: So fucking stupid, dude. And then it's like the Chinese like communist party is using that as like a tool to like fucking spy on all your data and your, facts, yes. your biometrics, your voice, everything like All
1: that. the while, China's TikTok is educational and inspirational, whereas the western TikTok is straight mind numbing garbage. That's all. Really? Awesome. Yeah. Like China's tech TikTok is totally fucking different than America's. They Holy do that shit. on purpose. Yeah, like all like th- this is this is 100% true like in China, their TikTok is all like country promoting like hard work promoting like all Amen. positive energy and western is just like the downfall of goddamn society and like just slummy trash bullshit
0: just mind numbing trash and yeah. like everything that's wrong with your society mm-hmm. and like all this other shit and like we're all victims and shit I don't know. well goes back it, to that toxic masculinity shit. well they're like their whole that.
1: plan which as usual they're trying to like create the downfall of western society while building themselves up it's the perfect plan and we're falling for it
0: damn man do you see do you see any way out of this bullshit for us
1: no we're not gonna change
0: maybe like you said man i think on a previous episode like you just need a a serious war
1: the only hope (laughs) is to continue listening to the dumpster diaries